Hello and welcome to episode three of Unpologetic uh, Girl Up Brisbane podcast. I'm Lexi and I am the Vice President for Girl Up Brisbane and today I'm joined by our incredible Head of Communications, Tanika. Hi, Tanika. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. That's oh, that's so good. Yeah, well, today we're here to just talk a little bit more about our club and um, fill you in about what we do and who we are and our leaders and everything like that. So, Sneaky, do you want to start us off? I mean, yeah. So this year we have an absolutely amazing executive team. Um, Mm -hmm. We are all really excited to um, get started with planning for this year. We've got some amazing things planned. Um, As Lexi has said, I am head of communication, which basically means that I'm kind of in charge of kind of organizing the way that we get different guests for this podcast or um, communicating things via like the newsletter which we're doing um, and other sort of general kind of housekeeping things like that. But yeah, it, it's it's some pretty exciting stuff we're having planned. But yeah, we're hoping for the best for this year. Hopefully put a little bit of 2020 behind us, get some better luck for this Definitely. Year. Definitely. 2020 was such a hard year for everybody. Um, but I think our club definitely took a bit of a brunt of it because just starting off. And I think for our, you know, initial year uh, together as a club, we didn't we didn't get to show what we were made of. We didn't yeah. get to do any of our fundraisers. We had a women's day picnic, which was probably the biggest highlight of our <laughs> year. We had heaps of ideas and heaps of things we wanted to do, but unfortunately we, we weren't able to execute them, obviously. Not too mad about it because it obviously health and safety comes first, but uh, we're really excited for 2021 to bring a couple more opportunities and yeah, really excited. Um, as I said, I'm vice president this year. I was vice president last year as well. And I think last year, again, really hard to get things done. And so this year I have uh, decided that I wanted to make the role a bit more of a caring role, a bit more supporting everybody because I think as um vice president you don't really have a a set job like Tanika's head of communications she's there for outreach and uh emails and you know uh communicating with all of our possible venues and blah 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 and each of our we have five leaders we have president which you all know is Emmy she's uh done our first podcast and she's amazing I think everybody can say she's (laughs) incredible um, and we do have new positions this year that we've changed from last year. So uh, we have vice president, we have head of communications, head of activities, and head of social media. That's five, isn't it? I yeah. think that's- <laughs> so as vice president, I think there's not a set uh, like priority for me to do. Whereas with everybody else, they all have their own roles and their own duties. So I think I've decided I want to make it a bit more of a caring role and um take care of my leaders obviously because you guys are great and just give you guys a hand wherever possible um but also just ensure everyone's well-being in the club all of our club members I'd love to get to know everyone a bit more personally and we don't have a massive club yet but we're building we're getting there so yeah I definitely want to yeah want to reach out and get to know everyone and see what stage of life they're at because I think we have a couple uh, school students and then most of us are in uni going 
to second year I think so it's always exciting it is yeah. it, it's good it, it's really nice to see such a kind of wide I think level of people kind of wanting to get involved in the club though that's something which you know I think has been really exciting is you know you have people mm, agreed are, I think yeah still in high school people who are uni and beyond and it's just it's, it's good to see that there's so many different people who are wanting to get involved I think it's really good 100% I think the best thing about Girl at Brisbane is that we're not affiliated with one specific school mm. you know we're not attached to a school we're not attached to a university we are very free-floating we're out there and anybody from anywhere can join and if you're not sure how to join we'd love to, you to just flick us a message um, on our social media account so our Instagram is Girl at Brisbane um give that a bit of a search and just send us a quick dm we would help you out in any way possible if you guys don't have instagram we have an email account it is girlupbrisbane at outlook.com and you are more than welcome to send an email through just introduce yourself and we'll chuck you on the list um and there is a little bit of a sign up thing you've got to do online but it doesn't take long does it it's pretty Not easy really. yeah yeah so yeah that's a bit about us um so I thought we'd probably just do a little bit about what we hope for the club in 2021 yeah. what do you what do you want to do Tanika what like what what do you want to do specifically in your job oh the sky's the limit really isn't it <laughs> after <laughs> after last year I mean I feel like there's so much potential um obviously you know it's a little bit tricky here and there but I mean I have everything I just think it would be really good to get a close-knit kind of community going in our club I feel like that would be really nice thing to have um and obviously you know kind of keep on growing a little bit it would be great to do some more fundraisers and things like that um hopefully something around women's day I know last year we did the global 5k way back before corona was happening and that was it was really great to see how many people got involved with that so I guess kind of just keep hoping for bigger and better stuff and see where we're going yeah that uh global 5k we actually had to do online i think yeah. well like uh you had to do it pretty individually so i think this year i'd love to see it done a bit more as a big group if we yeah. can reach out to some park runs or you know do a little bit of a city scout and see what's out there for us yeah. i think i'd uh, also really like to uh get in touch with some schools as well yeah so if we can talk at some schools and Imo and I had that vision very early on in 2020 when she first contacted me about Girl Up and we had that vision of going and talking to girls to not only single sex schools but also co-ed schools because I think that's really important. It is, yeah. Um, I'd like, yeah, I would love to see a lot more, um, like you said, getting close to everybody in the group, everyone in the club. Uh, I think mental health is such a massive thing I'd love to see that developed more as like a support group and share your your ideas and your feelings and everything I know it sounds cheesy but (laughs) I think it's just yeah it's good to um talk to people you don't know and I think a lot of people new to our group this year uh, I certainly haven't met so I'd like to get face to face with them at least (laughs) It's a bit hard to at the moment. We've had a couple meetings in face, but most of it's via the computer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I think it will be good. 
I mean, yeah, this whole idea of, you know, I think having like a little group and everything like that, it's it's really nice to see everyone coming together. Um, even just having our first kind of Zoom meeting, that was really fun to see some familiar faces and some people who we haven't yeah. seen before coming in. It, it's really good to see people interested. But um, I guess that kind of links into like another question for you um, is what kind of made you interested to get into women's rights and activism and stuff like that? Funny you ask, because I was going to ask you that question. <laughs> um, well, I think um, women's, edu- I think education is a big thing for me. I think we are so privileged. I went to a great private girls school. Before that, I went to a great private school. I've always had the equal opportunity to get an education, to learn, although I wasn't the best student in my earlier <laughs> years. Uh, we got there towards the end. Um, I think I wanted to do Girl Up because I wanted to uh, give back in a way um, because we've had such the right to education. It's It would be nice to give other girls around the country that right and even though we obviously can't do huge things in chain in um like in changing systems in other countries I think uh fundraising is a big thing and raising awareness is a big thing as well so I'm really excited to get into that also I'm just inspired by so many women oh they're so amazing people I just wow <laughs> like I feel like women have overcome so much and uh my family has always been extremely encouraging of uh feminism and I reckon my dad's probably the biggest feminist out of us all um and I have uh, two sisters so I've grown up around other girls and just sisterhood so good like yeah even even through school, I played netball growing up, which is a massive uh, women's sport in Australia and obviously in different countries as well, but I don't think it's, it's not huge yet um, in around the globe. It's not an Olympic sport. We're not there yet, but it's a massive, it's on heaps for girls in sport. And actually, Tanika, now that we mention it, today is Girls and Women in Sport Day. Oh, that fun is, fact. What a fun I fact. I know. I know. Because we are um, Thursday, the 4th of February. Yep, Thursday, the 4th of February. Uh, really excited. It should be good, although I haven't done... Actually, yeah, I have done physical exercise today. I went swimming. That is good. I, I yeah. can say the same. I walked around South <laughs> for a bit, but... That's exercise. Like, that's exercise. <laughs> Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think um, just... I wanted to get into Girl Up to give back, basically, is the answer. Yeah. How about you? Why did you why did you get involved? I mean, I think mine is kind of a similar sort of thing. You know, I, I feel like I've always kind of grown up doing a lot of different kind of service activities and service groups and stuff for the same reason of, you know, giving back. And I think for me, I personally see it as if I'm in a position where I can help someone who needs a bit of help, you know, I feel like it's kind of my responsibility to to help people you know if there's people who um you know are less privileged or people who are in need and you know I 
I think a lot of time people tend to turn a blind eye to a lot of issues because, you know, it, it can be a little bit scary, especially with everything that you see in the news and everything like that. It, it does feel a little bit scary, but I mean, even if you're not doing, you know, you don't have to donate a million dollars to a charity. It's, it's even something as little as, you know, walking past someone on the street and smiling at them or something small like that. I think that makes a whole world of difference. But um, I mean, more specifically in terms of, you know, feminism and all of that sort of stuff, I actually started, oh gosh, I think it would have been maybe 2017 or 2018 um, with a, absolutely amazing organization called the one woman project and um that's actually founded by an amazing woman called madeline price and it's in brisbane um and it's it's kind of similar to go up it's all about you know female empowerment and you know it's you know we are all you know women but if we work together we can become this kind of unstoppable force and i think you know if you really put the thought into accomplishing great things. I feel like there's so much that can be done. Um, but yeah, so I kind of feel like I started there and from there, because I was a youth, a youth ambassador for that kind of organization. And then from then on, I moved into a bunch of other stuff and then eventually found my way here. But yeah, I have to say I always admired you in school because you were just in every club and I was so <laughs> jealous and you were just, oh, well, you did all of these things, all of these awesome things. And I was like, I wish I was that cool. Oh, it was yeah. busy. It was busy doing yeah. that, but it was, it was really rewarding. And I mean, you meet so many great people through it. And yeah. I like it's just, it, that's one thing I think is a common thread between all sorts of different service groups is the people you meet along the way. They are just beautiful, beautiful people inside and out. And it's it's a really great community I think it's it's something that just fills you with so much joy and makes you happy and it, it's really good I like it yeah that's awesome I think um definitely the notion of giving back brings people together mm. I know that um a lot of people in our club we all get along we all well I definitely think from last year I haven't met uh, all of our club members for this year yet um but yeah definitely agree with that one they're all amazing people okay so Tanika my next question for you is I know that you're studying a Bachelor of Games Design at uni mm -hmm. and I think that's so cool um but I haven't heard a lot of uh like women in like gaming and like how do you find that like are you into gaming uh, do you think there's a big female presence in gaming I mean it's definitely in the past been much more slanted towards you know the male side of, of things and it, it is definitely I mean the IT industry in general is quite male dominated um at the moment which you know is is I like to see it as kind of a bit of a challenge for myself if anything you know I think yes the odds are sometimes stacked against me a little bit in terms of that but I think you know there's so much that we can accomplish and I feel like having more women in the kind of games industry and it's everything like that, you know, is going to be bringing so many more ideas and it's going to improve representation of, you know, women in video games a lot more. Um, 
but I mean yeah definitely yeah yeah I think there's definitely a stereotype around uh women in uh like the IT area Mm -hmm. um do you think there's a bit of a stigma still around or as much as I wish there wasn't I I do think there is it's it's even something as simple as um you know one day when I was at work I had um a person come in who was actually one of my old high school teachers and you get the kind of stock standard question which is oh what are you studying at uni so I said that I was studying a bachelor of games design and the first kind of response was just like oh well that's a really interesting choice for a girl and I'm like oh it doesn't it's just no. it oh. so I was kind of wow. and I was like oh <laughs> so it's like wow. oh yeah no it's it's a really interesting choice you know for anyone kind of trying to I guess flip it around, yeah. make it a positive but there definitely is that sort of idea that you know it's not really a, a female's place in that industry so it's a little bit it's a little bit tricky sometimes but I mean it's for changing things for the better <laughs> that's that's really crazy yeah how do you how do you like think the best way to uh change that stigma and uh, get rid of that stigma is like what's your what would you be your ideal strategy I mean I think it starts kind of at a very young age I think you know there's the whole idea of, you know, stereotyping when you ask little kids, you know, what do they want to be when they grow up? It's like, oh, I want to be, you know, a princess if you're a girl or if you're a boy, it's like, oh, I want to be a doctor. And I feel like it's really stereotyped into that, even with things like pink for girls, blue for boys, everything like that. I feel like if we educate it more so as you can be what you want, it doesn't matter. Like, (laughs) I feel like that would be really great um but just educating kids at a young age that you know they can be who they want to be it doesn't matter you know your background where you come from anything like that I feel like yeah it's Mm. just normalizing different people in the role a hundred percent I completely agree with that um on that I think we are starting to see a big shift I work with kids every day and there is such a shift uh towards equal like equal and I don't mean that in uh I do mean that in females to males but I also mean in like areas of interest because I know that that was a big thing for me growing up and going through school is that I was really not that honest about what I was interested in because I didn't want to be typecasted as someone that was interested in those things um so I'm I am starting to see a shift in when I say I work with kids they're like five and six yeah. so we're not seeing <laughs> massive things um but I hope that we we see that shift soon and that obviously goes to IT and gaming but also you know all areas sports dance everything okay so Tanika your next question and this might be one of our last questions um if you could have breakfast actually change that if you could have any like course like breakfast lunch or dinner with anyone any female icon dead or alive what course would you have and who would you have it with oh that is a tough question I mean so many amazing people to choose from I mean I'll start with the easy question which is what course I would have I would have to say that I would have lunch just because it's perfect like right in the middle of the day 
You can have nice. anything. You can say it in brunch. You can say it's like a late lunch. So endless possibilities there. But I feel like if I had to choose someone, one person I would choose would probably be Michelle Obama, just because she is fabulous. I mean, the work that she's wow. doing, even after her president, uh, not her presidency, but even after being first lady, like it's she is unstoppable, and I really do mm. think that she is doing wonders for you know everyone all around the world. You know, you see, um, or you read about the stuff that she's written in her book, Becoming. Um, and it's just, it's, it's really inspiring and empowering, you know, she's working so much with young girls and, you know, really trying to kind of make everything more equal, but really kind of giving the voice back to women and telling them, you know, if I can do it, you can too, and everything like that. And it's just, she is a phenomenal woman. She is honestly amazing. Like, wow. Yeah, well, if I had to choose, I would probably go dinner. Mm -hmm. Don't know why. I think I like it because I can go to bed after. Like, I love going to bed. Uh, So, I like dinner. And I have a couple people I'd like to ask a lot of questions to. One is Rosa Parks. And for those who don't know who Rosa Parks is, look it up. Like, wow, she's amazing. Um, basically, she was a big icon for um, the black rights movement way back when. Um, but way back when there was like segregated bus segments. And I, so she was really influential then. And I think I'd love to just hear it from her perspective because I only ever heard it from um, a white elderly's perspective. Um, and then I'm guessing that's only just like a story of it so I'd love to see what she was thinking in the moments when she sat at the front of the bus and just the like I'd love to know about the emotions that other people like showed on their face because I think our face shows so much emotion and we don't mean it we don't mean to show it but when something like that so historical happens I want to I want I wonder if they knew that she was going to be such an icon so I'd love to talk to her obviously Michelle Obama was one that first (laughs) came to my mind yeah okay the other one I'd really like to talk to is Greta Thunberg because she's so cool like the bravery and then the courage and resilience to keep going after being smashed with like criticism I'd love to ask her questions about A, her travels, um, B, how to fix the world and C, who her icons were to speak out because I think everyone's everyone's actions are influenced and inspired by other people and I'd love to know what inspired her to start her movement. I feel like she'd be amazing because even at such a young age, she is so well-spoken, you know. I know. Oh. Wow. Her speech to the UN was insane. It's just and like oh wow, I just can't. She's amazing, absolutely amazing. It is a very good choice. All right, well, I think that that is going to do us today. 
Um, so I just want to thank Tanika and everyone listening. And it was super fun, a bit of a random chat, but you know what, we love those. Um, yeah, Tanika, do you want to say anything? I mean, I guess just once again, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, hope you are enjoying the podcast. And, you know, if you want to get involved in Girl Up, if you're not already, um, as Lexi said earlier, make sure you check out our Instagram at Girl Up Brisbane. Um, just send us a message there and we'd be more than happy to get in touch with you. Yes, we would love to hear from you all. And let us know about some cool ideas or anything you'd want to hear on our podcasts or anything that you want from us. So, yeah. Until next time. Bye. Until next time. Bye.